justice. I'm here to brag on Jesus. He's everything. And if you don't have him, you missed it all. Amen? If you don't have him, you missed it all. Man. Let me just run around the church and calm down. <laughs> Woo! Get your Bible. Get your Bible. If you didn't show up with your Bible, shame on you. Drag your phone out. <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, it sure is good to see Sister Alta even with a black eye. <laughs> it's not over, I can assure you. It's not over. Wow. Let's, if you will go to Luke, Luke chapter 6. Uh, wow. Okay. John, I'm sorry. I'll calm down in a minute. John chapter 19. John chapter 19. And uh, just read a few verses here. This is, uh, this is where Jesus had, was crucified, uh, John's account of it. And uh, if you're able, you let's stand and we'll read uh, three verses, starting with verse 28, chapter 19 of the Gospel of John, verse 28. It says, After this, and Jesus hanging on the cross, He's just got through telling uh, Mary that John was her son and that told John that Mary was his mother. And, uh, and it says, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now there was, a, there was set a vessel uh, full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar and put it upon a hyssop, put it to his mouth. And when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and he gave up the ghost. Father God, I just take me and use me to glorify your name. It's a joy to be here in this house with your people. And again, I pray for anyone that does not know Jesus that today they would make it right. They would just reach out and receive the free gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. As Jesus was hanging on the cross and slowly dying, giving up his life, um, during that time there was, there was seven things that he actually said while he was on the cross, um, the seven sayings of Christ when he was on the cross, and uh, a lot of people have studied them really intensely, uh, you know, uh, uh, one of them was, uh, today thou shalt be with me in paradise, that was, <laughs> there's a man that really enjoyed hearing that, yeah, and um, Father forgive him. For they know not what they do. Amen? Amen. Wow. I don't know if I, I remember them all. I do know that he said, uh, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I don't know about you. 
I hate the thoughts of being God forsaken. But I'll just throw this in. If you don't know Jesus, you're going to experience it. But you don't have to. Into thy hands I commit my spirit. But as we read here today, we saw two of them right here in this little passage that we read. One of them was, I thirst. And one of them was, it's finished. So let's look at that today and just, uh, wow, it's good. It is good. It's amazing how God works. <laughs> Amen. It's amazing how God works. But the first thing I want to look at here is, uh, is, is this where he said, uh, when he knew that all things were accomplished and when he said that I thirst. You know, a lot of times we can, we can read the Bible and look at it and pretty much take it for, you know, just what it's saying and the, what's happening there. But, uh, and I'm sure I, he had lost a, a ton of body fluid and probably a thirst, physical thirst like never known. But I ran across something uh, as I was studying this and it, it, it talked about the uh, physical and a spiritual thirst here that he was experiencing. So I got to think about that, you know, and, 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 and thinking about thirst. But let me, let me just take you over, and you can go if you want. I think Sean's up there. I tell you, Sean does a good job, man. I, I'm just throwing up the scriptures. But uh, in Luke chapter 16, you're probably familiar with the story, but uh, Jesus told a story about a rich man and a beggar named Lazarus, you know, and uh, they both died, and he gave you a little insight into what happened to them. In Luke uh, 16, 22, it says, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom, and the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and said, Oh, Lord, here comes one of them hellfire brimstones. I don't like it. Well, okay. Sorry, right. it's God's word. That was Jesus talking, not me. Amen? Amen. Ain't nobody likes to hear that, but my goodness, it's the truth. Would I, would, I, would I care about you if I knew that there was something awful ahead of you and I just said, you know, maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll see it? Or should I say that? Folks, yes. And he says, And seeth Abraham afar off and, 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 and Lazarus uh, in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I'm tormented in this flame. Wow. I think the rich man was experiencing a thirst beyond imagination because of the torment. So I said, let's remember, church, every person in this place, remember this. Christ suffered the torments of hell for your sin. Why was he doing that? To make a name for himself? He didn't need, his name's name above all names. He didn't need to make a name for himself. He was doing it for one reason, and that was for the sorry sins that Eddie Griffiths had in his life. And we all got them. Now, can I say thank you, Jesus? That's what, he suffered. He suffered and cried, oh, I thirst, and, and experienced the, the torments of hell. And can you imagine when he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 
I've done nothing wrong and he had not, but I have done something wrong. And that's where it comes in. And you need to know that you've done something wrong. You need to know that you need a Savior. That Savior's name is Jesus Christ. It ain't just a, a name that you can flip out there whenever things is going wrong to say, well, Jesus Christ. Do you hear me? It's a name that means something. It's a man that did something. And he did it for you. Mm. Can we worship him and praise him enough? That's what he did for me. I, I, I rest in that. Oh, it's so good. He, he, remember, Christ suffered the torments of hell for my sin. But when we think about it, wow. <laughs> in this same Gospel of John in chapter 4, he met a woman. And a bad woman, if you want to say that. Been married several times and was living with somebody right now. And he met her. And you know what? He loved her. And he spent time with her. And he told her some truth. And it says in John 4.13, Jesus answered and said unto this woman, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. Did you hear that? It shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him. A water springing up unto everlasting life. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, I thirst. So that Eddie Griffiths could never thirst. I never thirst. I'm going to a place in a land where I'll never thirst for anything. I'll never know what he felt. I'll never experience the thirst that Jesus felt. I never will. Because he did it for me. And I believe it. And not only that, I have received it. Whole hog. Sold the farm. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. He's my everything. You say, Eddie, yeah, but you, Eddie, you're a pretty good fella. You live a pretty good life, you know. But I, people brag on me, and I like it. I like it. I don't care how good you are, or people tell you are, you think you are. You ain't good enough. You got a sin problem that this man was going to pay for if you'll just receive it by faith that he is who he said he was. He's God in the flesh. He was doing what he said he did, and he accomplished it. And he said, it's finished. It's done. Do you believe it? And have you received it? You can say, I believe it, but Satan says the same thing. I believe it. Demons believe and tremble. You can believe it, but have you received it? That's what matters. You can walk out of here and say, I believe that. I believe that's probably true. Well, you better receive it. You better know him. You better know him. Wow. I want to get through quick. I really do. You know, I want y'all to be first in line. And I'm going to try. But this is just, I'm, this is good. I tell you what, what I'm talking about here is better than fried chicken. I can assure you that. <laughs> Amen? Mm-mm. Ain't even in the same ball game. So he said, I thirst. But then let's go into the next one, what he said. And he said, it is it's finished. It's finished. So let's look at, let's look at that. And... Uh, what he said when it, he said it, it's finished, it's, um, it's kind of like he accomplished. And, and, and this word, you can go through uh, this particular, the, the phrase, it is finished, it's just one Greek word. And it's all through the Gospels here. And, and, and most of the time, most of the time it's taught, it used as accomplished, you know, completed, that sort of thing. 
But uh, what, I, what I want us to see is that Jesus, Jesus was a man on a mission. Jesus was a man who had been sent to accomplish something. Something real important. Something that God the Father had sent him to do. And was depending on him to do it. And that's what he was saying is, I've done it. I've done it. And, and, and I want to read you some scripture about that, about the, the fact that he knew from the beginning, he knew what he was doing here. He knew who he was. He knew what he was doing and what he was to accomplish. And that's all that mattered to him. Many times he, he would just say, you know, I'm here to do the will of the Father. That's the reason I'm here, what he wants. And, I'm, and, I'm, and that I'm going to do. In Luke 12, 50, he was talking to his disciples and he said, I have a baptism to be baptized with and how great is my distress until it is accomplished. Same word. It finished, it's accomplished. I know what I'm doing. I know what I got to go through and I know it's going to be tough and I'm kind of distressed in this flesh. Folks, whenever they beat him, he hurt like you're going to hurt. He like you hurt. He was flesh. He knew what he was going through. He knew the pain, the suffering. He knew that. And uh, even in the garden, just a few hours, he was praying, if there is any other way. <laughs> but he comes to the, he come to the point where he said, uh, but I'm going to have to accomplish what you want. And your will be done. I'm here to do that. Folks, I'm sure glad he didn't give up. He didn't give up. Man, and I don't want to give up on him either. I want him to know I love him and I serve him and I'm just willing to lay my life down for him. That's that, not that that's my salvation. My salvation is in what he done for me and what he did. And what he did. So he knew what was coming. In Luke 18, 31, he's talking to his disciples again. He said, Then he took unto him the twelve and said unto them, Behold, we go up unto Jerusalem, and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the man, Son of Man shall be accomplished. Be, everything that's been written about me in the Old Testament. Listen, folks. This Bible from one end to the other, it's all about Jesus. Do you understand that? The beginning here ain't the beginning of it ain't just about a, a group of people named Israel. It's about a God who chose Israel. It's about a plan that He had from the foundation of the world that He would come into this world to save them from their sins because of the fall of man. That's what that's what this is pointing to. And he, he's, he's telling in this New Testament in the Gospel, He's telling them, hey, it's what all them talked about a couple thousand years ago. Just fix it. I'm fixing to put I'm fixing to put an end to it. It's going to be accomplished what the scriptures have said of me. Do you remember Jesus when he told the, 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 the scribes and Pharisees and the rulers and lawyers and that sort of thing? And he told them, ye search the scriptures because in them you think you have eternal life. You're reading and studying this thing because you think that your eternal life is based on this in what, what you can do and how you can live and the, the laws and all of this thing and I'm going to try to do and be what I need to be and there's nothing wrong with that. But let me, just let me tell you. He said, but the scriptures are they who testify of me. 
Study the scriptures. It's good. But when you study them, what you better find out is all they're talking about is a man named Jesus. And what he's done, what he was going to come do, and he did it. And then they talk about what he's done, and we're still talking about what he's done. And he says, I'm coming back. And we're going to make all things new. Yes. It's Jesus. It's Jesus, my friend. Do you know him? Just, that's the bottom line. Most important thing. Let him get down in you. Let him get down anywhere. It's hard to talk about anything but him. When you know what he's done for you. And you know what you would be without him. He's everything. God help me just to live where people realize that he lives his life just knowing that it's, <laughs> he's got life because of Jesus. That's the main thing. So he said, I, all the stuff that's been written about me, it's going to be accomplished. And then in John chapter 17, just a couple of chapters from where we're reading right now. With what's known as the high priestly prayer. Jesus praying. He was praying. What I like about it is in that prayer, he was praying for me. Praying for you. Praying for those that would serve him and follow him later. But he begins it. Let's look at it real quick here. He begins in John 17, first verse. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven. Keep in mind, he's just about an hour away from the rolling into arresting. He knows it. And he lifted his eyes to heaven. He said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life. Woo! Anybody here like that sound? Yeah. Eternal life. It don't matter how ugly I am, what I look like, or what you think about me. Ain't nothing going to happen to me. I got life. I got life eternal. I'm living and that ain't going to stop. Because it ain't over. It ain't never going to be over. Amen. Not for me. Amen. Mm. As thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is eternal life. Now, here it is. And this is eternal life. That they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. So all I can ask you is, do you know him? That's eternal life. Well, I know about him. I've heard about him. He's a good man. No, he's more than that. Do you know him? That's eternal life. And I have glorified thee on the earth. And I have I finished the work which thou gavest me to do. I finished the work. I'm come to do what God the Father had wants me, wanted me to do. Folks, this is big time. This is big time. This is God the Father instructing God the Son to go to to go do that for me. Did you hear what I said? God the Father instructed God the Son to go do that for me. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. 
There's no one, there's nothing that I should ever worship or praise that replaces him. There's no way. He's everything. He's everything. What he did. Jesus. Wow, I've glorified thy name and I finished what you have wanted me to do. I'm so thankful that he did. When he said it's finished. He did it for me. But let me share three things here about that word. That word finished. Because it was a very, it was a common word used in, in several ways. But the first one, the first one was, it was used by merchants to mean the price is paid in full. The price is paid in full. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow. That's what that's all about. That's what that's all about. It's paid. It's done. It's finished. As a matter of fact, I don't owe anything. Not to that sin debt. I don't owe anything to the sin debt, but I owe everything to him. Amen. I owe it to him. He paid the debt. I owe him. But I don't know. I don't owe sin nothing. My debt has been paid in full. Somebody please say amen. amen. Say thank you Jesus. My debt is paid in full. If he hadn't have paid it, there ain't nobody else good. You can't pay it. Nobody can pay it for you. Mama, my, my mama loves me. Well, where is mama? Has anybody seen mama? Okay, okay. I forgot. She's usually here. And what I was going to say about her was that she loves me. She don't like to hear me preach, but she loves me. <laughs> but she can't die. She can't pay my sin debt. She can't pay it. There's one that can pay it. Has he paid yours? If he ain't, you're walking out with him. And then one day you're going, you're going to pay him and you're going to thirst. You're going to thirst and you don't have to. Right? Y'all, this is pretty good stuff, ain't it? Huh? This is truth. You ain't got to. Because Jesus has. Just receive it. Believe it and receive it. And then let somebody know it. What time I got? Oh, I got a bunch of time. <laughs> but not only did the merchants use that name, that word, paid in full. Shepherds and priests used it when they found the perfect sheep ready for sacrifice. Who was the perfect lamb of God? Give me his name. Jesus. Oh, y'all right on. I'm just preaching to the choir. <laughs> Jesus. He was perfect. He was perfect. Listen, he was sinless. The only one who ever was. That's the reason he could pay the debt. 
I love mama, even though she ain't here. <laughs> but she's got her own debt to pay. She's got her own sin. Right? Amen. Wow. Ready for sacrifice. He was the perfect lamb. It's finished. But not only that, the third thing is servants use this word. When their work was completed, they would use this word when they were reporting to their masters. It's done. I've done everything that you said do. He was telling God the Father, I've done, it. I've done everything. I have done everything. <laughs> I'm the servant. I'm the suffering servant. I'm the perfect lamb. And I have done it, and I have paid the price totally, completely. I have met the responsibility that's been required by a holy God. Now, can you meet that requirement by yourself, or do you think Jesus is the only one that can meet that requirement? He's the only one, and he met it. He said, it's finished. I've done it. I was your servant. I've completed the work. It was perfect, sinless, and it's paid in full. Wow. We're just going to have to leave here today thanking Jesus. Amen? Thanking Jesus. Praising his name. But it ain't over. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Love it. <clears throat> Don't you just imagine where I'm reading right here. And all the folk that are around watching, a mama watching her son die on the cross, and she knew who he was. John, the beloved disciple. Everything that had happened, they see him die, they roll in, they take him down off the cross. Joseph, Barmathea, and Nicodemus, they come, take him, wrap him up. Put him in the tomb. The rock, the, the rock is rolled over the, to seal it. Every, all the stuff that was done to make sure that he stayed right where he was at. All of those things. And all of the stuff that was going through their mind. Going through their mind. Let me tell you. The one that they had, they had sold the farm on, it looked like he was gone for good. Amen? But it wasn't over. Amen? It weren't over. That, 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 that one, hey, he said it's finished, but he didn't say I'm finished. He didn't say it's over. He just said it's finished. I've done the work. Everything's accomplished. It's done. You know what? That gives me the right. That, that when he said it's finished, it gives me the right to sing a song saying it ain't over. It ain't over. No matter what's coming my way, what, what can separate me from the love of God? Paul said, I can't think of nothing that can separate me from the love of God. So let's look. The sadness that what was going on in, in, in Luke 24, I'm just flipping over to Luke 24 now, and just this is where the, the ladies were coming to the tomb. Verse 2, I'll just pick up verse 2, 24, verse 2. It says, And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher, and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. 
They still debate that today, whether that's true or not. <laughs> You're going to have to decide for yourself. I know what Eddie's deciding. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, because he wasn't there, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were, were afraid, the ladies there, they bowed down their faces to the earth. And they, then they said unto him, the, the, the two men said, and I love, boy, don't you love, why seek you the living? Among the dead. It ain't over. That's what they're saying. You thought it was over, didn't you? You showed up this morning. You showed up this tomb. You was even wondering who's, who's going to help roll that stone away for us. See, they said that. But it ain't over. Boy, they they, they starting to get just a little touch. A little touch of that. Hey. Hey. It may not be over. Hey, there's something going on here. Right? There's something going on here. That tomb's empty. Why you see you the living among the dead? He's not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. It's just like the scripture said. <clears throat> and on the third day, <clears throat> rise again. Amen? It's not over. That's the reason. See, when he said it's finished, he took care of everything. But for me, it's not over. It'll never be finished. Wow, is that amazing? Can you feel the... Just think about the... These people. These people. You know, the... He's dead. I, I missed it. Uh, man, I thought he was the one. Hey, right here in this chapter 24, right here, you have a story. Two men walking on a mess road saying, man, we, we, we were just hoping he was the one. And they didn't even know they were talking to the one. Right. He was alive right there with them, talking with them. Amen. Right. Wow. You know, and, and it just, uh, the, uh, just the sadness. And then the, the fear that they had that, what, the, what may be done to us? But then, that joy of the third day, you know. One of the greatest Easter songs ever. Easter. Yeah, Easter songs ever sang. It was day one, the hill ran crimson red with blood that cleansed all sin. But day two reminds us to keep the faith when the doubts set in. But what a difference one day makes from death to victory. The cross became an empty grave on day three. Day three. Amen. It's not over, folks. It's not over. If you know Jesus, if you know the one that said it's finished, it's not over. It. And I say it, it's never over. Folks, there's, there's people going through st stuff. You know? And we know that. And our hearts and our prayers go up for Mary, Robert, and Greg, and people that's just going through, and others going through tough things. But the one thing, and I believe it all, that they, is that it's not over. 
It's not over. No matter what. Hey, listen. I often think about Brother Gene Graves. Let me assure you, it ain't over for Gene. It ain't over. As a matter of fact, if he could could talk with you now, say, man, it ain't over. No, it's just the beginning. Because when God is in it, there is no limit. That's God, folk. Oh, I hope you know him. I hope you know him. But let me get, let me, let's slip over here at the end of this chapter 24. And look at this. I'm going to pick up at verse 46. He's talked to the men on the mess road and, and they, then he disappeared and then they all went back and they're talking to different ones saying, well, I saw an angel said he was, he was alive and the lady saying he's alive. And these two men said, we saw him. He spoke to us and when he opened his eyes, he left. They're all up there and then all of a sudden he shows up in the midst of them says, look, it's me. Look at my hands, look at my feet. Look, touch me. This is flesh and bone. It's me. It's Jesus. I'm alive. I am alive. It, it was not over. I said it was finished, but I ain't finished. I'm still alive and well. Verse 46 says, And he said unto them, This it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name. Did you hear that? Remission of sins preached in his name. Your sins are, are wiped away when you know Jesus. That's what we're, that's, that's, that's the reason we're here today. You know, I mean, that's it. That, but we're here. I'm here to worship him and thank him and praise him and let him know. I, I thank you for saving my soul. I'm here. His word has instructed us to, to, to come together and to be together. We need each other. I'm here. I'm here. That's, that's the reason I'm here. And it's, and it's, it's about him. It says that preach, uh, the remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem and you're the witnesses of these things. He's talking to them. You're the witness of these things. If you know Jesus, you're the witness of it. People, they need to know that you, they, when, they, when they see you, when they talk to you, that they know that you know Jesus. You know, that, that's just, it's just there. And behold, behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tear ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endowed with power from on high. Do y'all remember what I said? Well, what he said when he was talking about his thirst? He went over and read what he said to the woman. The water that I'll give you will be within you. That's the spirit of the living God. But coming up within you, water that you'll never thirst. He said, y'all are different, y'all are different folk now. Y'all been through something. Y'all know something. Y'all see something that's been prophesied for all these years and it's been done. I, I paid the price. Y'all know it. You've seen me. you witnessed it. Let people know it. That's what greater thing can you let people know? You know, I said a while ago, go tell somebody how good they look. You know, even if you're stretching the truth. Tell them how good you look. Well, that's nice. But what they really need to know is this. If they don't know it, they need to know that this, this man named Jesus took care of something they can't take care of. You know, that's, it's, it, it's, it's just amazing. But then this, listen, look at this. <clears throat> and then he led them out as far as unto Bethany. And, you know, you know it's really strange. I hadn't done any studying this, but he went back into Bethany. Bethany was where, that's where uh, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, that's where they lived. That's where, that's where he had raised Lazarus 
from the dead. You know, as a matter of fact, I think it was there where uh, where he was anointed by Mary, and he said, you know, she anoints me for my burial. You know, but he's he's alive now. That's been done, and he comes back to Bethany, and that's where he is when he's talking to these people. He's in Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and he blessed them, and it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. It's not over. It's not over for him. And 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 in uh, and Luke in his God, in in Acts, in which Luke wrote that. He said uh, when, he, when he left, he gives this account that a, a man, an angel appeared and said, uh, uh, why gaze you into the sky? This same Jesus shall in like manner return. He's, it's Jesus. Believe it. Believe it. It's him, what he's done. Receive it, accept it. But then this, this last verse here. And what did they do? And they worshipped him. That's the reason we're here today, right? We're to, we're work, to worship him. He's the, the reason that we can sing that song. It's not over. It's, it's him. It's because of him. I love it. They worshipped him and they returned to Jerusalem. And With drooped shoulders, sad and forlorn, because they Jesus, they lost their only friend. <coughs> that ain't that ain't what it said. What they went back doing what? Doing a lot more than what we doing today. <laughs> Jumping. Thank you, Jesus. I know who he is. I know I know where he went. And you know what else? I heard him when he told me this. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me also. For in my Father's house are many mansions. And if I go, and I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will return again to, to receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. That's where I'm headed. Hey, folks, I, I don't know the outcome a lot of times in people's lives that's going through things. The Lord may take them out of this life. But it ain't. It ain't over. And when Jesus left, they didn't cry. When Jesus left, they rejoiced. I tell you right now, there's loved ones that I don't want to, I don't want to see. But I believe I, when they leave, I can rejoice in the fact that they have gone to be with Jesus. Amen. And that it ain't over That's right. because of Jesus. That's a hope I have. That's a hope that you have in Jesus. You know what? You know what kind of hope you have if you don't have Him? None. Do you know one of the saddest words in the world is hopelessness? No hope. Wow. And it don't have to be that way. Don't have to be that. Boy, isn't that? Isn't that I've read that and read that and read. That. It never dawned on me that they just saw Him leave. And they, the, the one that they, they, they were so concerned about that they thought he was the one that was going to come and establish that kingdom right then, the one that they just loved so much, he's gone, but they ain't crying. He gave, he's given them within them something that is, whew. He said, well, for one thing, he says, you know, I, if I don't go back, that spirit ain't going to come back and give you that well of water springing up in you because you're going to need that well of water springing up in you. Because you don't know what you may be going through. And right here, you'll still want thirst. Whatever you're going through, you won't thirst because that, that well won't run dry. 
That's the spirit of the living God. Folks, that's good stuff. That is real. That is Jesus. That is what you need, every last one of us. And not, you don't need to hear me talk about it. You don't need to believe what I've said. You need to what it Jesus. I have come that they may know you and me. Amen. That you know God and you know me. And Jesus is the reason that we say it's not over. Folks, that's joy. And I believe they, that's the way they live. I don't know, but what I can't, I, can, I believe I can do the same thing. The joy. They worship Him and they returned with great joy and they were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Wow. Isn't it amazing? I don't know... All I can do is brag on Jesus. It's not over. It's not finished. It's not ending. It's only the beginning. I got one more. One more and I'm going to quit. Praise team, y'all come right on up. Just get in place and be ready to sing here in just a minute. It's good. I don't know if this is an appropriate... Invitation song. But y'all don't mind doing It's Not Over, do you? Mm-mm-mm. It's not over for the, a believer and a receiver. But if you're here today, you don't know him. You're not even sure. Please come let us know. Butch, we couldn't have done without you, son. Chapter 21 in Revelation, verse 4, and says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. No more death, neither sorrow, no crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Ooh, 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 ooh. Amen. I make all things new. And he said unto me, write, put it down, because these are, these are trustworthy and true. Put it down. And he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> oh, the beginning and the end. It's only the beginning. I'm in him. I'm in the Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. And I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. Are you drinking from that well? If so, you'll never thirst. You'll never thirst because Jesus thirsted for you. You'll never know what it's like to go through the torments of hell if you put your faith in Jesus Christ because he went for you. He paid the debt. He was perfect. And it's been done. It's over as far as that is concerned. But when he said it's finished, it's not over. Stand if you will. The altar's open. You may just want to come and say thank you Jesus.